a lot of New Agers believe in Jesus. They love Jesus. They're like, he's the coolest. But they believe that this Jesus is a yogi. If this is a picture of the the New Age and, and the people who have that as their worldview, how can we share Jesus in an empathetic way, but maybe also a bold way? I felt like that there were chains around my throat and I just felt like I want to share Jesus but I don't know how, and this is the only thing I even want to talk about. Talking to people about Jesus can feel weird, but what if you're overthinking it? You're listening to the Life on Mission podcast, where we explore what it means to share your faith and how to build your confidence talking to people about Jesus. Well, welcome to the Life on Mission podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love that start, I'm excited this morning. This is episode nine. Oh my gosh. And I am excited because we have Molly Cole in the house. Molly Cole. Come on. (laughs) The old MC. The MC. Yeah. Yeah. MC. The MC. It's awesome. And uh, I feel like this just, I mean, we're in episode nine. This is... Yeah. We've had two guests already. I mean, how much more legitimate as a podcast do we need to we've be? We've made it. We've, Nine I think episodes we've made it. and guests. And guests. Oh my gosh, we're yeah. famous. Yeah. yeah. And so just to introduce you, Molly, and then you can introduce yourself. But Molly is a like business coach and uh, an entrepreneur. And Isn't I she think like just a marketing a, expert as well? I think so. <laughs> she teaches people how to market their own businesses. Is that right? Yeah. That's true. As That's well so as marketing good. her own business. And then I think she's <laughs> kind of like a low-key influencer as well oh i'm not gosh. so sure are you blue ticked could oh, you no oh she is she is she's been <laughs> she humble is. i think she whited it out on the profile uh, somehow like yeah, there's right. some ai on that but yeah yeah fair enough yeah. and uh, speaking of ai she she you, you've just start, uh tested an ai uh, like profile picture yeah i've heard some what so she's <laughs> leading in technology see this what, is how leading about? this is how she's leading edge what? she is she's her latest profile picture is ai generated no not now i changed it back i she got a lot of flack from it actually i'm starting yeah. to freak out now right because i've been doing a little bit of study on on large language technology and <laughs> um and uh, what is it deep fake yeah. stuff yeah. like that yeah. when i say study i mean watch the youtube video for about five <laughs> minutes right but I'm now not convinced she's even here in this room with she us. She may not be. And if you're watching yeah, this yeah. on video, which this you can be on YouTube. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is actually Molly's avatar. <laughs> it's so advanced. Wow. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did because the avatar reference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get this that. This episode is sponsored by Avatar, A New Beginning. <laughs> is that the name of the movie? I don't know. Anyway, Molly Cole's in the house. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's all good. Well, why don't you kind of just introduce yourself in a better way than yeah. we just did? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not better butcher than it. Two, yeah. <laughs> two podcasts hosts uh, introducing me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my name is Molly Cole, and it used to be Molly Cubes, but I got married, which is exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Who did you get married to? Uh, Zachary Cole. Wow, what a great name. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, previously, I was in the New Age, and in 2020, I found Jesus, or Jesus found me, and I chose to follow him. So, yeah, it's been a pretty big journey that I'm sure we're going to get into a little bit more, but uh, I built a fairly large online coaching business in the New Age. I had probably over 200 students at one point. And oh my gosh. Yeah, it was built my Instagram following to over 20,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> and then 
I found Jesus and it's been a huge process of navigating that and walking away from a lot of things that no longer are in alignment with my faith and, you know, choosing to stick with things that are and yeah, navigating those waters. So, so yeah. you, you had 200 students online, you had 20, over 20,000 followers. That was your job. Yeah. You <laughs> became a Christian. You found Jesus or Jesus found you. Yeah. And w- you walked, walked away. away. Well, it was a long process. It wasn't like I just closed everything down and that didn't feel in integrity to yeah. fully close stuff down. So before I was teaching business strategy, online coaching, online marketing, Instagram, online courses to the spiritual market. So the new age spiritual market. I had a course called Spiritual Business Accelerator. So it was specifically targeted for that person. And then as I grew and I found Jesus, I decided to pivot. So (laughs) basically, like, if you saw some of those memes that were coming out during COVID that were like, pivot! pivot." (laughs) Ross from Friends pivot. (laughs) That kind of, like, pivot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I pivoted my business to just teach those things without any spiritual uh, element. Right. Me and my husband, we completely redid all of my courses. So I took out all of the new age manifesting and all of the stuff that wouldn't be in integrity with what I believe now. And um, then eventually I did fully close those programs down, except for the the online content, which is basically just business strategy. Right. And then recently... I really, it's been a two-year journey of moving and navigating through those waters. And then recently, I felt really, um, really called to start to help women of faith. And it was really challenging because I did in the beginning share my faith online. And I was really bold. And I was like, guys, like this stuff I was wrong (laughs) and I was very like very out there with it and I got a lot of hate a lot of so do you mean that you put out there to basically the new age audience yeah. which we're gonna I feel like there's gonna be two bonus episodes by the way <laughs> do, you know what I mean? do you know what I mean yeah. this is, this this is, is good man. this is good this stuff is good. Yeah. So we'll talk about what new age means yeah. in a second but you basically went out there and said, you know, that thing I've been talking about for ages where I had all these followers, I was wrong. Yeah. This is right. That's what you did. Yeah. I was pretty fierce about it and a little bit, I don't know. I'm not really an aggressive person, but I would say. You're a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? I would say. (laughs) Flit like like a butterfly. Like I was very like. (laughs) (laughs) I would say I was definitely on the bold side and I got, I didn't know scripture as well. I was fairly new with faith and I didn't know apologetics, how to defend my faith. So when I got all this hate on social media, then I didn't know how to defend it. And so I stepped back from sharing my faith as much and it was quite challenging. And 
I felt like that there were chains around my throat and I just felt like I want to share Jesus. Oh my God. But I don't know how. And this is the only thing I even want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. You know, like everything leads back to this. And like, I don't know how to share. And it was really challenging. And I had all of these students, you know, and I had this big business that was my main source of income. And I just, it was really a challenging time. Like, what do I do? Oh my gosh. You know? So when you say you got hit, what are we talking about? Like, Yeah, well, <laughs> so one of the things in the new age, and we'll talk about defining it as well, is like, um, like being a witch. And that was something that I called out. I was like, you do not want to be involved in witchcraft. And a lot of people that would identify as a witch <laughs> were really upset. And there's this whole view in the new age that being a witch is something of women's empowerment, that the patriarchy actually burned witches at the stake because of women's magical abilities. And they're trying to dumb that down. But women actually have this innate ability to uh, be super magical. And that's a really important, valuable thing. And a lot of women were Basically, when I said, you do not want to be involved in witchcraft, Jesus is the only way. <laughs> yeah. You know? They, so they were basically saying you're trying to take away our empowerment. Yes. And... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There, yeah, I have, huge. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I have an, another one that was really intense where I shared an experience of a demonic attack that I had when I was exiting out of the new age that I had like literal spiritual experiences of like being attacked by demons. And I shared a real story that happened and I had somebody um, basically try to cancel me and started creating all of these lies about uh, me in like trying to take their money and all of this stuff and wrote big paragraphs that weren't actually true. And when I called them out on it, and this was in a very public space that they were sharing this stuff. So it wasn't just something they were saying yeah. in private. And when I called them out, I had to bring in a lawyer and everything. Like it was really intense. And then um, when I called them out, they later actually came back and apologized and shared it was because I was sharing about Jesus and it was really triggering to them. So they lashed out at me. But it was really cool that she came back and apologized and everything. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but that was actually one of the main things that made me be like, okay, I really need to make some changes because I want to share about Jesus. I am not going to compromise that value and I can't do it in this, the way that this is happening. I need to make some changes. I need to make some sacrifices. Like yeah. that business was probably generating some points like 20,000, 40,000 a month. Oh <laughs> like, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it That's was a big like, thing to walk away from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like. Out of state. That's a lot of money. <laughs> some people make that like in a year. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. to walk away from that amount of money and wow. all of that stuff was. Challenging, yeah, but I knew that that stuff is temporary, and Jesus had put it on my heart that it's not worth it. It's not worth it to be in chains yeah. and feeling like I have to be a slave to the world, which I don't want to serve anymore. Hmm. You know, I want to serve Him, yeah. and so yeah, I had to make some really big decisions. And I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't do it all right away. Hmm. 
have to do it step by step. I have to honor the commitments that I had made. Yeah. You know, I wasn't just going to like black out and um, like ghost on social media and never talk to anyone again. I had to honor and fulfill the commitments that I made. That's what God really put on my heart. And then slowly start to make some changes. And yeah, that's when I created a new Instagram account. And I just went, hold on, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, your yeah. new account is called Faith-Based Business, Business Coaching, Coaching, right? Yeah. And so that's specifically tailored towards Christian entrepreneurs? Yeah, yeah. Is that so right? female Christian entrepreneurs. Yeah. And kind of I attract a mix of people who are Christian their whole lives and want to have somebody guide them in business that has the same values. And then also I attract ex new agers who see the deception that is in the online marketing, entrepreneurial and digital space. And they don't want to be involved in that anymore. They want to do it the narrow way. They want to do it God's way, you know? So. Oh my gosh, this is so good. So Molly, you've been on the stories like all week and (laughs) there was a, a poll that went out and I feel like it's not even worth going through every single question because most people. Yeah. A, a, a significant percentage have no idea what the new age is. Yeah. It sounds sounds cool. <laughs> the it new age. Sound cool. It sounds new That's and aging. Yeah. And it is cool in the world right now, you know. But, but, but what is it? Were you were you born into it? Did you did you go to a new age church and someone's like <laughs> Who wants to make a decision? No, for the new, I wasn't like born happened. into it. Yeah, I probably got into it. So when I was in university, I was really into the party scene. And I went to a very prestigious university. But that was also one of the biggest party universities in Canada. And I got really into the party scene. I got really into drugs and drinking. So much so that I woke up one morning and I had completely like wrecked my gut health. And I couldn't eat the same things I used to eat. I couldn't, like, you know, I had no energy. I couldn't get out of bed to go to school. And my life just totally flipped. And so I started to get into natural health. So I started to go see a naturopath. They told me I needed to reduce my stress. And I ended up um, going to yoga. And instead of going out and partying at night, I started waking up at 6 a.m. and going to yoga classes, learning how to regulate my breathing and stretch and getting to my body, which was amazing. And it did help me get out of drinking and drugs. Like it was a huge thing for my health. It was a very positive thing. But then that opened up the gateway to multiple different forms of spirituality. And then yoga is a Hindu spiritual practice. It means to yoke, to union yourself with other spiritual gods in the Hindu religion. I was not Hindu. I just practiced yoga at a yoga studio. But then I started practicing plant medicine. So going to like do ayahuasca ceremonies with shamans in South America. Thing is, is after I got back from that trip, I was different. I was a different person. I was changed. I literally had more joy, more peace, all of these things. But this is the difference is that these things are all counterfeit. And they helped me get out of hard drugs. They helped me get out of all of these things. They helped me get healthier. They helped me be more spiritually awakened. They helped me just be a nicer, better person, more myself, quote unquote. But they did not give me the eternal salvation and the eternal keys to heaven that Jesus gives. 
They just yeah. help me on mm. this earthly plane. Yeah. But they basically just let me be more deceived because I didn't think I needed a savior. Yeah, I was already on. good, you know. Yeah, you were doing just fine. Yeah. So, like, you know, the the, the classic adage, the kingdom without the king, basically, yes. right. And you said that yeah, to me yeah. when we first met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kingdom without the king. <laughs> yeah. So just to backtrack to your question, so how, <laughs> how would you... <laughs> still don't get it. I know, we still haven't. I still don't know what no, a no, shaman no. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but in terms of, like, what is the new age? Yeah. Is, so, yeah. Is that what you would say... Maybe as a definition, like no. how would you define the new age? If I were to define the new age, I would say it's a spiritual buffet where you can pick and choose the parts that you like from different religions and make your own form of spirituality. And it's typically done with Eastern forms of um, religions like Taoism and Hinduism yeah. and Buddhism. Uh, but you're not actually following the religion fully. Right. So you're yeah. not actually fully being a Buddhist. You're not fully being a Hindu, you okay. know, uh, but you are picking and choosing the things that you like and putting it into make your own. Right. So yeah. buffets are good, right? Buffet, if, you, <laughs> if you're hungry, you go to a buffet, you don't have to get the things you don't like. You can pile your plate yeah, with the things you that you do you like. like. Right. Yeah. So tell me. But you go away feeling sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Yeah. But you'll be poisoned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then you'll always be wanting more. And you always like fill yourself up, you know, more than you actually need, but you're never actually fulfilled. Well, see, that's the interesting <laughs> thing is that at a at a practical level, your story is you were doing drugs, you were partying a lot, drinking a lot, and got into an unhealthy place. So you started to look after yourself by doing yoga, but that led to um, more like plant medicine and then to, you know, the thin edge of the wedge leads to then ayahuasca ceremonies and all of this. But fundamentally, I, uh, from like a, just a human level, you were, uh, you're a person trying to solve a problem with the best knowledge that, that you have. And so yeah. is, that, is that sort of part of the deception of, of the new age is that it fundamentally is actually helpful. You said you came away from that and not to sort of um, give the green tick to like ayahuasca <laughs> ceremonies or anything like that, but you said you came away from it feeling like that was a valuable experience. It was intense, but it was, it yeah. was valuable. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to then sharing Jesus with people from the new age, how do you get past that? Um, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'm actually doing fine. Cause yeah. is that the, is that what you were saying? That's the place you were in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is with new agers that's really cool is that they're open spiritually probably more so than even christians in the church mm. you know well that's what i think yeah. i'm like man in terms of being dedicated to solving an internal problem to go all the way to south america and do this crazy ceremony in the jungle over you know like that's dedication and, yeah. and an openness to to change and but then Something happened, though, is the mad thing. Because you share Jesus with a new ager, and we are, you and I are um, part of a place in Queensland, Australia, that seems to be 
rife with that mentality. With new age mentality. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, we, we had a guy, um, this was actually back in the UK. We had a guy in church that would come, that came for maybe eight, nine weeks solid. Um, and he would, he would be there early. He would sit there with his eyes closed in the kind of meditative position. Yeah. Loved every Sunday. So we were like, man, this guy's really doing great. Yeah. And what, what happened is he was, he had made a lot of money in law practice. He then, he lived in this huge house and he then built a little shack on his land, moved into that and then rented the house out because wow. he didn't need any of that stuff. Yeah. But then you would talk to him. And I'd be like, so you've like encountered Jesus. He's like, oh yeah, like just love Jesus. Yeah. I love Muhammad, love Buddha. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, and yeah. it was one of those. The spiritual buffet. And all, yeah. And all of a sudden it wasn't, and it was, you know, it's the same when you share your faith or talk about spirituality with a new age person here in Queensland. Um, they love it. They're open to it. Yeah, mm. Jesus, great. Love the Bible. Yeah. Lo you know, what a great man. You know, love church. Love singing the songs. I pray every day. Um, but I'm also a Buddhist and I'm also a Muslim yeah. and I'm also this and I'm also that. What happened to you? You, you, you are obviously a dedicated human. You went to a prestigious university. You spent all that money and went to the Amazon. You experienced what was it i mean it sounds on paper great purged of bad things and <laughs> came back healthy yeah so how come you're not a new age person anymore yeah well my husband yeah he was the one who shared jesus with me and he was the first person i had met christians before that had shared jesus with me but he was the first person that was really bold and I, like you said, a lot of New Agers believe in Jesus. They love Jesus. They're like, he's the coolest. But they believe that this Jesus is a yogi, that he traveled around in India and would teach different yogic practices in Ayurveda. They believe in Christ consciousness, which is basically where you can activate what Christ did in yourself by doing certain meditation practices or energy healing practices, you can ascend just like Jesus did, but not by believing that he is God or that he is Lord, but by believing that you have the same human capabilities that Jesus had. So I was like, yeah, Jesus is great. Like, <laughs> So Zach shares his faith with you, Zach, your now husband, yeah. and he, you said he did it boldly. Yeah. Like what? You should believe in Jesus. Yay. Like what's bold? <laughs> bold yeah. as in those things that I was doing open up demonic, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know, portals, I guess you could say. They open up demonic doors. And he, like, he didn't share that with me right away. But he was the first person who was like, you can't do, if you're going to follow Jesus, Jesus doesn't want you to do cacao ceremonies and bring in the cacao spirit to your heart. Jesus doesn't want you to do Reiki. Jesus doesn't want you to practice other spiritual practices. He wants you to follow him and only him. Those things, they open up other doors. 
And you don't want to be a part of that. And I can share with you one of the biggest turning points, if that would be helpful. Yeah. So, Zach, my question in that is yeah. like, that's all. That's all well and good to say those things, but but you were in this place of like, no, the new age is serving my needs. Like, yeah. I'm exactly. I'm, I'm I good. was. And so, my yeah. question is like, how do you break through that? Yeah, my business was growing when I first met and made six figures. And my first six figure year, that was like my goal. You know, I was tra- being asked. I met him in California. Was asked to go and teach like this new age workshop, you know, he was there, he's Australian, he was there for a video project. I was like living the life, you know. You were just fine, you had money, you were healthier. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, I'm good, you know. So yeah, what's the story of what changed? So we met and he didn't actually have faith when he first met me. So he ended up getting baptized probably right after we met, which is a whole other story that I'm not going to get into That's a great right story. Now. I think we'll get him <laughs> yeah. on the podcast and share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he came and visited me in Canada right after he got baptized. And he had been discipled by people who shared with him that these spiritual practices are not good and he can't be practicing them if he's going to follow Jesus. Was he New Age? Yeah. He was super New Age. Yeah. He- the plot thickens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. He went to Brazil and learned how to channel spirits. Right, he we went, do need another podcast. Yeah. Okay, carry on. Don't, yeah. don't, because we're going to follow that rabbit. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah, so anyway, so I, I was like, I'm so excited for my new Australian boyfriend to come and visit me in Canada. I'm going to take him to all my favorite spots, including this new age like elixir bar where they main all these like little like plant medicine cocktails and with legal plant medicines, not with like illegal ones like ayahuasca. Although I wouldn't be surprised if there was some somewhere there. But anyway, so like oh yeah this is the spot i'm gonna take him here we're gonna go to this ecstatic dance which is basically a new age uh event where you like dance and get really crazy and makes you feel like really high soberly but then there's like a cow same morning which is basically a the original form of chocolate and which is good but there's also a shamanic practice where you like bring in the cacao spirit Anyway, so I took him here. And I was like, he's going to love it. And, but it's he, a mad first day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Me and Laura went to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys. Oh, man. Yeah. So anyway, God. so I took him there. I'm like, yeah, he's going to love it. But he literally just sat in the corner. Like he didn't dance. He didn't do any of it. And he like, he looked like slightly traumatized. Like he didn't want to be there. And it's because he had this con- conflicting thought that yeah. these things he shouldn't be doing. But he was like, I really like this girl. But she's really into all this new age stuff, you know? So anyways, so then he starts walking around and he's sharing Jesus with people <laughs> at the event. And he meets this guy who just looked like he had this dark spirit over him. He was, like, really large and had this, like, just this, like, hunch uh, posture and just looked angry and just looked like there's this dark spirit. So we went over. He's chatting with him. And then he starts sharing Jesus with him. And this guy literally says, like, he I don't even remember exactly what he, he said, but he said something along the lines, like, I... I have a demon 
And he was like, he said something really evil about like this demon that he like, was a demon or something. And Zach and I both look at each other and we're like, what? <laughs> and then we ended up just deciding to leave because it was a really creepy experience. Yeah. And then that's when he starts sharing with me. He's like, this is why you can't practice those types of things. Like there are demonic forces in there. And that experience, like this guy's eyes just looked dark. Like there is not that this guy was demonic. There was a demon in him. You know what I mean? And when he started sharing Jesus, he just like turned and got really angry at Zach. So we just decided to leave. And he was like, this is why you can't be involved in this type of stuff is because there are demonic presences in this. was that a red flag for you? Yeah. Like he was flagging it, but did you see it as a problem? I saw it after that was pretty impactful. Yeah. Because I'd never seen that before. It was all like health and happiness and live your truth. Everything's great. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody had ever really been there being like, Jesus is Lord. And they say like when you experience demons, like if you're getting night terrors or something, there's multiple accounts of people saying Jesus is Lord and the demons will flee. That is a scriptural based thing. And the demons got mad when he was saying Jesus is Lord, (laughs) you know? And yeah, so that really convinced me. And he basically asked me in the car, you know, I'm choosing to follow Jesus. And if you want to be with me, I like you a lot. (laughs) This is so good. You know, but you're going to have to follow Jesus too. And it doesn't have to be right away. I know it's going to be hard for you, but I need to know that you're going to be open to that. And I was just bawling my eyes out, like, why, why are you making me do this choice? <laughs> but I ended up saying yes. I, you know, I don't even fully know why, but I said yes. It just, you know, was the right thing. And yeah. what's really interesting is that Zach would pray over me and I was a Reiki master, <laughs> which is the top level of an energy healer it's where you can attune other people to energy healing so i would regularly teach classes where i would teach other people how to do energy healing and i could feel the heat and people would get healed from this energy healing but zach would put his hands on me and pray with the holy spirit and it was so different. <laughs> How was it different? It was so much more powerful. It's like I could feel people's hands like when they did Reiki and it was like, wow, you can feel the heat. You can really feel the energy. But Zach would put his hands over and pray in, like in Jesus' name. And I was like, whoa, I've never felt that much energy before. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that, I was like, Zach knows something, but I don't. <laughs> I'm literally training myself in energy healing, teaching this, and whatever and this he's- This Yahoo from Australia comes yeah, in. <laughs> whenever he's doing with the Holy Spirit, like, like that seems to be working better yeah, wow. than what I'm doing. Interesting. So that was something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just feel so encouraged by this, like in terms of the, the, the f- furiousness of- the rescue plan of the gospel and the fact that Christ invaded your life. He did. And, yeah. And came to your rescue. Yeah. And I honestly feel so encouraged. So you asked me what was the turning point. So I'll get back to that. And I do want to share that this turning point happened probably about a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, about a year and a half after that. So after after Zach, the car. after this, yeah, after the car. the car. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of, there. I wasn't saved in that moment. There was a lot of pushback 
there was a lot of, yes, I'm into this. I'm going to follow, like, I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to read the Bible. Amazing. I love this. And then there was pushback from me, whereas I don't want to do that. That seems very legalistic. That seems very religious. I can't, I couldn't believe Zach didn't believe in evolution. (laughs) You are crazy. Who are you? You know? And we almost broke up multiple times. And, um, and then I had my own moment where Jesus came to me. And, you know, I think that's where we have to have faith with other people that we might be sharing Jesus with in the new age is that it's not all up to us. Great. So yeah. Jesus is going to be the one who will do the final job. Great. We are called to share his name. We're called to share him with other people, but he will be the one that will change things. And that's what he did with me. And I basically, I was in a very dark place because I was questioning my whole business. It had literally tripled because of COVID. Uh, so everybody wanted to learn how to build an online business. And so my business like like basically jumped mm. very quickly. And that's when I started to have 200 students. And I didn't, kn- I went to Australia to visit Zach's family for three months. It's been three years <laughs> since I've gone back to Canada. Yeah. So he came over to Australia for three months and he didn't go back. Still here. <laughs> yeah. Still here. Yeah. So I went there just, or here, just to, you know, visit Zach's family. And then COVID literally happened. The borders shut probably three days after we arrived. And I didn't know there was an emergency call out from my prime minister in Canada to come back home. <laughs> My parents are like, we think you should stay there. We don't think it's safe for you to travel right now. I knew if I were to leave, I'm dating somebody yeah. who's at a different nationality. I might not never, I might not mm. see him. You know, when would that, when would I see him again? Mm. There's a lot of questions up in the air. We then had to find a long-term rental. We're seeking like where we're going to live instead of just staying for a couple of months at this one place. Like it was a lot of I then had to start working on my visa. There was a lot of stress and a lot of uncertainty. And I didn't know anyone in Australia except for Zach. Hmm. I didn't have any friends, family, you know, that I really knew and that I really trusted. So I was in a very dark place. And I basically had this breaking point. I remember staying, staying at this Airbnb and I had this breaking point of like, Jesus, I don't know what's true anymore. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to focus on. And I heard this audible voice that said, focus on me. Mm. And that was it. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) Like, this is what I need to do. And that's when I decided to make some major changes. I started to pivot my business. I started to share a little bit more publicly. And I started, Zach, I actually had the conviction around like sex before marriage and we like were basically living like we we're married, but we we're actually married. And then I had the conviction that I need to start following the Bible and what the Bible says. And I was like, okay, like we need to be celibate. And I go to tell Zach this thing and this big experience that just happened to me, how I've decided to follow Jesus now. And <laughs> now he spoke to me and told me this thing. And Zach comes to me and he was like, I think we really need to change our lifestyle. Like, I want, I really want to talk to you. And I think we need to like really start following the Bible. And I was like, 
do you know what just happened to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that exact same thing. Like I just had that conviction in my heart. Yeah. You know? Wow. And then we really started. That's when I let go of all spiritual practices. That's when we really started following the Bible. We started going to church. Um, I got baptized and we ended up getting engaged and getting married. There's probably only one one Christian at our wedding and we just shared about our faith at the wedding and everything everyone thought we were crazy that we were getting married or that I was pregnant or that it was just for my <laughs> visa. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. yeah. But really it was for him. Is it, was, it true that he proposed using an avocado? It's true. I did some yeah. research. <laughs> yeah, That's I just sent cool. a picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but wow. that was the turning point. And one thing the that avocado. happened right before that, actually, that I should mention, because somebody did bring this up in the questions, is should I share my testimony? And I did see another New Ager share her testimony, and she was just confirming so many of the things that I was feeling, and that actually sparked this moment of me just being like, what is real? Like, I don't know what to follow anymore. Like, I want to follow this, but that means I have to give up so much. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the right choice. Like, I've worked so hard on building this. Like, should I really do that? You know, I'm in Australia and there's yeah. a global pandemic. Like, what is happening? And then I just literally just surrendered. I was like, Jesus, just help me. Like, what do I do? And then he was like, focus on me. <laughs> so yeah. if, it was that, yeah. if we were talking before about like the spiritual buffet, of of the new age obviously you know zach had shared jesus like a year or so before and and you both were sort of on this journey of getting to know him more but i guess still sort of doing the buffet yeah so was that a moment for you of like um you called out to him and then he answered yeah and so it was like okay this no he yeah. is the way because i i guess that's the the key claim of jesus like i am the way yeah. i am the truth i am the life yeah and no one comes to the father except like exactly. i'm the door <laughs> like, just so many, nowadays like it's very it's inclusive but it's exclusive yeah in, in yeah. terms of it's for everybody but it's only me <laughs> yeah yeah and, and that's, so yeah. was that that moment for you of just like yeah the buffet got reduced to you know it's and the it's- well moment for me like what, what <laughs> i'm hearing is is like is jesus is saying you can drink of all that stuff but you will thirst again drink yeah. of the water i'm gonna give right. you and it's gonna spring up it'll well up into you living water yeah how do you resonate with that life? as an analogy you the know living in terms water? Of, yeah yeah definitely because the new age is very much a hamster wheel i was always seeking i was always trying to get the next certification the next level of enlightenment that's what they talk about all the time is there's different levels of enlightenment and the more you meditate the more yeah. green juice you drink yeah. the more you know like you charge your bio magnetic field or whatever like you're gonna raise your vibration you have to always be in a high vibration then you're gonna attract what you want and i was always working so hard to do this instead of just like surrendering it all at his feet and just be like jesus like i am broken i am simple (laughs) i need you beautiful you know yeah i can't just keep doing all these works to get closer to god 
God came to me. Yeah. You know? And I love that analogy. Right? Before we were talking about um, that idea of like being a go-getter and, you know, like how the world values that compared to Jesus calling us to be sheep. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I said something before, which almost maybe sounds a bit terrible, but it, it sounds a bit boring. But in a sense, like I hear it in the context of that and, and I hear Jesus calling us to just just chill, like just be, yeah. let, let me lead you, let me care for you yeah. rather than I'm your slave driver cracking the whip to make yeah. you get more enlightened he or cares whatever. About and us. It's, this, it's such a, I don't know, I just, I love that. <laughs> but, but what's so good about, because I had, I'd, I wasn't part of the new age, but I was part of the party lifestyle, the, yeah. you know, all the stuff that comes with it. Um, and again, all of the stuff that you talked about in the new age, generally speaking to the unaware sounds, sounds harmless. Sounds good. Yeah. You know? Um, but of course, Paul says, be aware of the schemes of the enemy. And we have an enemy who wants us dead. He's the enemy of our souls. And he wants to, um, woo us with all of the stuff that looks very attractive and sounds great and all that kind of stuff. But then we end up woman at the well, five husbands, person she's living with, not a husband. Jesus comes to her. She doesn't look for him. She comes, he, yeah. com he comes to her. She, for the most part of the conversation is not even aware this is Messiah. This is just some guy who's yeah. very confusing because it's the middle of the day. He's talking to A, a woman and B, a Samaritan. Yeah. Right. But then he's like, the person you're talking about, that's me. And she's like, you know, she has the moment. And then he <laughs> said, drink of what I'll give you. You'll never thirst again. Yeah. Well, she do, she leaves the flipping water. <laughs> she yeah. came to fill. She was thirsty. Yeah. And she left that water, went to her village and told oh, whoever would listen, <laughs> come and meet a man who told me everything I've ever done you know, and that, and that was, my, again, similar, I'm sure it is for you, is the realization, which was not intellectual, it was the Holy Spirit revealed the, the aha moment. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I've been so wrong about everything up until now. And I know that I don't know anything now because I'm yeah. broken and contrite. That's what God needs. That's all he needs. I know. Broken and contrite heart, right? Yeah. He won't turn you away. And he yeah. didn't. And now. Yeah. And we've said it before, but it's so encouraging to hear that it's just, it's the Holy Spirit that does that, that work. Yeah. And as bold as Zach was and with you, it really was just the Holy Spirit that, that did his work in you. Jesus came to you. Yeah. And that's what changed. Yeah. So the doors and windows were open for the demonic in the new age. Zach, your now husband, basically opened the windows of... You know, the, the Carrie Job song, open up the windows, let the light in. You know, right. it was like the window got open, the light was let in, and that was Holy Spirit revealing to you the truth of the cross and Jesus and the gospel, the way, the truth, the life. He did all the work. It was just that the windows were open. Yeah. As well as in terms of sharing, what is it, sharing the gospel to a new age person, just open up the window, let the light in, and then mm. maybe the light will do do its work what the light does yeah. yeah yeah it's been so good to hear your story and and uh for anyone listening i hope that's really been encouraging to you just to hear i guess uh, just being of windows like a little bit more of a window into what is the new age and what is, what was your experience of of the new age and then coming out of that um to jesus uh, we are going to go to a, a bonus episode again this week because there's been a bunch of just great questions that have come through on, on our social media and it would be great to unpack those really just to get um, 
get your perspective on okay if if this is a picture of the the new age and, and the people who have that as their worldview how can we share jesus in an empathetic way but maybe also a bold way mm-hmm. uh and so it'd be great to unpack more of those questions in in another episode would that be cool yeah awesome awesome that was killer that was killer i love that